0: Welcome to The Third Sea, brought to you by Croft & Frost. Our guarantee at Croft & Frost is to change the way you think, and this show is the catalyst to making that happen. In this show, we have open and honest conversations with a myriad of unique individuals because we believe in order to change the way you think, you need to hear other people's stories and experiences. If you enjoy this episode, then don't forget to rate and review the show with five stars wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for joining us. Now pull up a seat and let's jump into today's episode. Alright everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Third Seat. My name is Daniel Trinum and I will be your host for this episode. And I'm really excited to bring you all another episode, uh, actually of season two of The Third Seat. Um, as we've done previous interviews and previous conversations of the beginning of the show, we did a lot of conversations with individuals kind of outside of our walls outside of our direct network, uh, people in our community that we wanted you to hear their stories. Uh, and So we brought a lot of those people in, we had different conversations with them, and we're able to have some really fun and engaging conversations. But with season two of the show, we're actually going to be focusing a little bit more internally. We're going to be doing some more conversations with people actually here at Croft & Frost. Uh, We may have some of our clients come in here in the future and, and have some conversations with them and our goal with this is we want you to hear uh, some of the people that allow not only this show, but everything here to run, uh, allow you to hear some of these people's stories that that do the work in the background. And so I'm really excited today uh, to bring another episode with one of my good friends here that I get to have the pleasure of working with, Mr. Colton Smith. So Colton, thank you for joining me.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you for having me here.
0: Yeah, yeah, so uh, for those that aren't aware of who you are and just kind of what you do here and just a little bit about you, would you care to just share some of the some of the things about you and what it is that you do here?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so my name's Colton Smith. I work on the onboarding side here at Croft & Frost. Um, I deal a lot with the clients, and uh, it's really about it. I um, work with a little bit with all the departments here mm-hmm. at Crossman Frost, so um, it's really fun and uh, really enjoy it. Yeah,
0: and so something I'm, I'm curious to talk to you a little bit about, because I think that we are both in a somewhat similar standpoint because we both went to school together. We, we went to college mm-hmm. together. Um, and we are both, from what I can tell, we're kind of both in the in the beginnings of our career. Cool. Uh, I know you've worked a few jobs outside of this, as, as well as have I. Uh, but we, we're both in a similar standpoint where we're still very young in our careers. Uh, we're still figuring things out. And I, I think that having individuals like that, that you can you can kind of share paths with to a degree is a unique experience. And so uh, you know we talk a lot here at Croft and Frost about core values, about the values that guide the actions we have, guide the things that we do. Uh, and you know the the we I mentioned in the last episode in this one, our core values here are value, vibe, collaboration, and courage. Yeah. I know one day I'm gonna forget one of them and <laughs> I'm gonna be yeah. mad, but I'm I'm two for two so far. Uh, but uh, those are the, the core values that guide the things we do here as a company, as a whole, and uh, individually. So I want to just talk a little bit with, with you. For one, which of those core values do you resonate with the most? And as someone that is young in their career, similar to, to me, as someone that is still uh, you know new to kind of the, the world of, of, of working and uh, new to the business world, how do you try to allow those core values to guide the things you do on a day-to-day basis?
1: So I'd say, um, out of all the four core values, probably collaboration Mm -hmm. would be the one I, I guess, resonate with the most. Um, Especially with my onboarding job, I deal a lot with uh, the clients, um, the my team, my my teammates, my coworkers. Mm -hmm. So, and I love just talking with people. Mm -hmm. I love talking with the clients. I love calling them, saying, Mm -hmm. "Hey, need you to sign this or whatever." Um, I do a lot of talking. I feel like anywhere in my job specifically, I have to collaborate mm-hmm. either with a client to get information from or my team to reach out to the client mm-hmm. or anything. And I think just building a, a community with anybody yeah. um, is, is a main part of that core value, at least.
0: Yeah, and, and, and do you feel that, uh, you know, for us specifically, you know, you and me specifically, as, as I've kind of mentioned a little bit, we're both still very young in our careers, right. and we're still, uh, you know, kind of figuring things out, and then we're kind of finding the lanes that we want to be in. Uh, do you feel, for you personally, as someone who is, again, like as we've said, is, is young in your career, uh, do you feel that these core value, like obviously we have we have uh, core values as a company, but do you feel that your personal core values, the things that are important to you personally, do you feel that? these are things that for you will likely be fluid over time or how do you feel that they, your personal core values influence the things you do on a day-to-day basis?
1: Oh, uh, Drastically. I yeah. think my core values definitely play a big part in working here at Cross & Frost. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of mine personally is happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think, I think everybody should have that happiness, whether it's in like work or just in life in general. Mm-hmm. I think if you don't have happiness then what's the point in what yeah. you're doing? Yeah. Um, so I always try to come into work with a positive mindset um, whether it's a bad day or a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, just always trying to bring the most out of people, whether talking to them, because you never know what somebody's going through. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely my, any, all my core values, mm-hmm. I guess happiness. Uh, I don't even know what other core values I have. Patience. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. really know. But, yeah, definitely uh, play a big role in it.
0: Yeah, and, and it's, you know, for me, as I... I kind of jerk around but like as I get older I say that as if I'm not a twenty two year old twenty I'm not some wise sage or anything. <laughs> but as I get older, you know, like I have time to reflect on who I am and things that I do and, and the life that I live and a lot of times I I come back to kind of the question of like what is important to me. Like yeah. uh obviously we've talked about the core values here at Croft & Frost and yes, whenever I'm here, those are things that are not only important to us as a as a company, but also individually, and for me, the personal core values that I have, the personal th- the things that are important to me individually, they definitely kind of mesh, and they kind of begin to, you know, have some a, a sort of marriage with one another. Mm. Uh, because for me personally, something that's really important for me, similar to you, is, is collaboration. I can't do my job uh, without the people on my. I mean, I could try, but there are it's simply really there are simply things that need to be done within my specific department that. I don't excel at, and if I don't have the people on my team to work with, it's not going to be the, the the product is not going to be what it needs to be. Mm. And but that carries over into my life outside of these walls. Uh, you know, believe it or not, we both have lives outside of work and outside of things that we do. Yeah. And for me, uh, it's I've found that the things that are important to me tend to kind of it, it's fluid. Uh, you know, obviously there are things that are important to me here, but as I exit these walls, the things that are important to me begin to not, not necessarily change, but they 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 take different shapes and different sizes. You know, right. I still believe that collaboration is something that's important to me individually, but that's gonna look different outside of these walls than it right. does whenever I'm working with the people here, and mm-hmm. so uh, I wanna hear just a little bit from you kind of what your experience is like And and finding the things that are important to you, how that looks outside of these walls. I know for me individually, like something that's really important to me is uh, is just my family, and I know I'm not alone in that. But uh, I try to, on the on the note of collaboration, I try to as best I can. You know, I have family all over the all over the country, and try as best I can to make them a part of the things that I do. I try to include them in the things that I can, and try to exemplify that value in my life in more ways than just what I do here at work. And so for you, what does that kind of look like in your life, specifically regarding uh, collaboration, but also the other things that are important to you, like, like happiness, like you said?
1: Yeah, I guess collaboration, kind of the same sense as you with, with family. Yeah. Um, just uh, talking with them and because um, you're right, like co-worker-wise, I can't do my job mm-hmm. without my co-workers because mm-hmm. they excel... At, stuff better than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I think same thing with family. I think as you grow older, um, we kind of depend on each other a little bit more, and I think we kind of build each other up, so family, um, happiness for sure. Um, I, I go to the gym a lot, I work mm-hmm. out a lot, and I see a lot of people in there that you get to talk to, mm-hmm. um, kind of bounce ideas off of. Um, so I love just talking to people and getting different perspectives mm-hmm. from them. Um, I think patience. I think patience is a really big one as well as mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. Uh, patience is one of my core values and I think you can't do your job or you can't go through life without patience. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a tough one too. It most is, people, it, I, most it's most a pe- tough one for me. It's really, easy. It's yeah. easy to say you have patience yeah. until you actually have to demonstrate and <laughs> show that patience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess through life with family. Uh, I don't even know what else, I guess, yeah. work in general, I don't really know.
0: For for you, and I, I think it's interesting that you talk, you've, you've kind of touched on it a little bit, that something that's really important to you is, is the interaction you have with other people. And, and I yeah. 100% uh, resonate with that because part of why I, I do this, but just in my general life, like I love interacting with people and having engaging conversations. Yeah. Where for you do you do you feel like that comes from? Is, is this desire to, make other individuals, other voices and perspectives not only heard but a part of the things that you do on your day-to-day life? Where do you think that comes from for you?
1: It's a good question. I've thought about that a couple times, too. I don't really know where it comes from. Yeah. I guess um, I just love talking to people. Um, I guess not really talking but listening because I think listening is harder to do.
0: It is is infinitely just as important it's, as well. It is because
1: yeah. I feel like if you're not listening to them, then when you start talking to them, you don't even know what they said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's carried over for me well in my onboarding position, mm-hmm. where I can listen to the clients because a lot of people have concerns mm-hmm. and they just want somebody to listen to them. Yeah. Um, but I think I just truly care and I love listening to people. Um, I like them doing the talking more than I do in the talking, <laughs> so I love just listening and see what they have to say. Yeah. Um, that, that goes with like family as well. Um, it, it's just so fun to talk to people and like yeah. understand like where they're coming from.
0: Yeah, and, and and two, I think that, you know, this is not going to be groundbreaking, but you can learn a lot from, you can learn a lot about and learn a lot from anyone if you give them the time to talk and yeah. to have a conversation with them. And I think that that's something that, we've, we've talked about it a lot, you know, off air and, and just at work, but yeah. something that's, it, it's not a universal, but in a lot of different industries, uh, you know, a lot of issues. Both internally at the workplace and externally, they can they can be derived from a lack of communication. They can be derived like if you're if you're a client, uh, if you're unhappy with the things that I have done, or, or maybe you think that I've done something wrong. That unhappiness may not necessarily be due to my performance. It may just be that there's a lack of understanding of what I'm expected to do and mm-hmm. what you're what you're hoping for me to do. And it, it, it's interesting that you say that a lot of people just want to be heard. Like they just want to have a moment to make sure that you understand what, what it is that they want from you yeah. uh, and that they want to have a conversation with people. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to go very far for someone you, to hear someone be like, man, I, I got on the phone with this company and I just wanted to talk to someone. Like I couldn't yeah. just get someone on the phone to talk to them and tell them what was going on. And yeah. uh, I think it's cool that not only does that make, in theory, at least on paper, it makes our jobs somewhat simpler because it's taken a much larger problem, and it's boiled it down to whoever you're on the phone with wants to just be heard. They mm-hmm. want to have, they want to make sure that you hear them and understand what they're going through. Uh, but it allows you to really use what you're best at, what you excel at in your job, mm-hmm. and that, to me, is, I mean, what more can you ask for? I mean, that's that's the. No job is perfect, but that's the marriage of your job and the things that you love to do and that you excel at. And so uh, I think it's cool that you're in that position and you get to kind of work in in an environment like that. Yeah,
1: I agree. I think, yeah, it is interesting how it all kind of works out and people just want to be heard sometimes. And um, that's that's the only thing. You keep bouncing around to different people Mm -hmm. and like, all right, what can I help you with? And just let them them talk and just listen to them. Um, Yeah, it's a big thing.
0: I know that for me, there are times, you know, uh, there are times where, and this isn't necessarily just, uh, just. It's not just for me because I am a young professional, but I'm sure this is across the board for a lot of people, regardless of however long you've been in business. But uh, there are definitely times where I'll find myself in situations, and I won't necessarily have the answer. I won't necessarily. Uh, know the best thing today to say. Uh, we were actually briefly talking a little bit about this after uh, the last review we did, and it's it's funny to find yourself in those positions because I've always I've been the customer on one end that's wanted answers from someone or I've wanted to have uh, some guidance, and I've always thought that the person on the other line they knew what they were doing or they they knew what to do or they knew a way to figure out what what I needed, mm. but the reality is is that. I am now that person, oftentimes on the other end. And yeah. sometimes I don't know what to do. Like, I'm not in the best position to answer your question or to give you guidance. Uh, and for me, I found that the best way for me to handle those situations is to rely on the things that I know work in my own life, but I know that also will relate to that individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for instance, if, if I am working with a client or if I'm on the phone with someone and they're asking me a question, and they want to speak to someone right now, and I don't necessarily have the answer for them, and everybody else is busy, and I don't have anybody to send them to, for me, I rely on the fact that I know as a client or as a customer, I appreciate transparency, and I appreciate honesty. And even if you don't have the right answer, as much as I would love the correct answer right now, the fact that you might be transparent and open with me gives me a lot of peace, you know, uh, it gives me a lot of comfort to know that the person that uh, is working on the things that I need them to work on, they're at the very least being open and transparent with me, And I'm not, there's no smoke and mirrors involved, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I say all this to say, uh, I want to just ask you a little bit about how that relates in your job. Because, like, I've, as I mentioned kind of briefly at the beginning, we're both in a position where we are young in our careers. We are in positions where, uh, you know, the, the rest of our lives has not been, uh, you know, charted yet. And mm-hmm. for you professionally, I imagine you also find yourself in positions where you don't necessarily have the answer yep, or you don't necessarily know what the best course of action is or you could go A or B and you have to figure out which, which way to go. How do you personally navigate those times where you don't necessarily know the best way to go forward?
1: Yep, so definitely quite a bit, been through that. (laughs) Um, Definitely experience. Uh, I think getting in those tough times Mm -hmm. uh, helps you learn, and having my team behind me to help me along helps a lot too. But I think when you say transparency, being honest with them, saying, hey, I do not know the answer right now but I will find out the answer. Mm -hmm. I think just saying something to them and let them know that you are honest and that you don't know, Mm -hmm. says a lot more than saying nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've learned uh, from my boss, Sarah and Taylor. Shout out to Sarah and Taylor. Shout out. Um, (laughs) They are really good teammates and uh, bosses. But um, yeah, just let them know that you do not know know the answer and that you're gonna find out for them or whatever it is. I think just being transparent and honest says a lot more Mm -hmm. than
0: and, and to me, you know, it's funny. We were talking earlier, you know, and you, and you said, you know, I think a, a core value for me is is happiness, and you kind of you, you weren't entirely yeah. sure beyond that, but you just kind of answered that for yourself right there. Like happiness, yes, is something that's incredibly important to you, and like I, I see that from my interaction with you. Yeah. But you just said it right there for you, not only as an as an, as an employee, but also whenever you are on the other end and you're the client or you're the customer. Transparency and honesty is something that resonates with you because. You know it works on both sides. Whether you are the one, uh, you know, whether you're the the employee or whether you're the customer, that's yeah. it. That's an important thing for you personally. And I think at the end of the day, what I'm what I've been learning a lot is that whether you are a business owner, whether you're an employee, whether wh- whatever you know seat you are in, allowing the things that are important to you and allowing the values that you hold close to your heart, allowing those things to be your guides, that's mm-hmm. what's going to allow you to find uh a position where you're happier, where you are able to find more success however it is that you define success yep, uh, that's gonna allow you to to, to have a path forward uh, to those to attain those goals that you have And so it's cool to see like even if you don't necessarily rec- like if, if you don't necessarily recognize right now like you can you still have these these values and these principles that guide you to a place where, you are able to attain the things that you need to attain. So Yeah, I yeah. agree
1: with that. And I think it is important to whatever values you have, mm-hmm. to don't change them when you get into whether the workplace mm-hmm. or um, just life in general. I think those values should carry you and mm-hmm. should always stay with you. Don't try to change mm-hmm. based on your environment, so yeah. to, sort of say. Yeah. Uh, I think that's something I always try to do. Um, obviously, we're not perfect, and yeah. so you're gonna fail sometimes. And I think it's important to have like you and, um, my coworkers as well to hold you accountable Yeah. as well. Yeah,
0: and, and, and you know, it's it, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that that is something, the idea of being held accountable in the workplace is, is a very important thing for a lot of reasons, but uh, that's another level of that transparency. You know, if, if if we have a relationship where maybe you're my manager or you know we work together closely in, in some form or fashion, if, if I see you do something that I don't necessarily know is going to be for the best uh, outcome for a project we're working on, or if you see me doing something that I told you I was going to do one thing and now I'm doing another, hmm. yeah. if we don't have a relationship that's built on that honesty and transparency and those those values that are important to us, how are you going to ever correct those things? Right. How are you going to be able to sit down and have those conversations and keep each other accountable like you said? Yeah. Uh, it, it really is... Whether you are the business owner, whether you are the manager, whether you are, whatever position you find yourself in, whether you're at the top or the bottom, it allows you that that accountability and that transparency is something you really have to have. If you don't have it, you're going to be without a guidepost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's been cool to kind of, from my perspective, to see that be played out in a workplace. Like, again, our workplace is not perfect. Uh, no workplace is, but there is a, it's really cool to see the things that are important to people, the things that they hold close to their to to themselves, be the guides for the for these individuals as mm-hmm. they navigate their workplace. Even if we don't necessarily know the right answer at the right time, yep. uh, it's yep. it's cool to see that allow us uh, allow us to navigate through those kind of gray areas. You know. Yep. Yeah,
1: I agree, and I think you you can tell by a person if they're uh, and sometimes they'll share that core value with you. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps you grow and helps them grow. And I think it's, especially here at Croft and Frost, you can see it through everybody. Mm-hmm. And I can see it through you. We've been friends for a while. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, in a work setting, it's, mm-hmm. it's really,
0: really good. Yeah, yeah. And and you'll, you'll see it come out of people in that work setting. Because there's bound to be good times. There's bound to be bad times. Oh, yeah. Uh, but those ups and those downs allow you to really... Show what you excel at. Show what you bring to the table, mm. and allow you to use those skills in a meaningful way. Uh, you know, both inside and outside of the workplace. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I, I, I think that uh, we are both in a very similar position in a lot of ways. Where obviously we do different things, but we're in a position where we are allowed. We still have a kind of runway ahead of us, where there's still decisions to be made, still things to figure out, still, uh, you know. Still guideposts that need to be found, but we are also at the same time using the things that are important to us to allow us to navigate through these times of potential uncertainty uh, or to navigate through moments where we may not have all the answers. So, uh, uh, It's just cool to have a conversation about that, and I I appreciate you being open and being honest about that. Oh, yeah.
1: I, I really appreciate that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, I wanted to say first off, thank you for taking a little bit of time out of your day to come down here and, and chat with us. Uh, I've been really excited for this kind of new season, new direction where we're taking the show and getting to explore some of the, the stories of the people here and, and hear the things that are important to them. Before we finish, uh, I know you're on LinkedIn, so I usually try to put the Link for any guests we have on the show, put that down below. So if anybody's listening or watching and they want to, you know, check in on you and see what you're going on, I'll mm-hmm. put that down there and they can check it out. Do you have any other links or anything, any way people can find you or anything you'd like to share or anybody you want to give a shout out to before we finish up?
1: A uh, shout out to Molly. I forgot to mention Molly <laughs> on here. Uh, she's also my coworker. I mentioned Taylor Sarah, but Molly, she is also really good too. She's a good coworker. Um, yeah, LinkedIn, I stay pretty. Decently active Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn. So, yeah, you can definitely catch me on LinkedIn, share and repost and all kinds of different stuff. Cool.
0: But, yeah. Cool, man. Well, I'll put that down there. Uh, so if anybody's listening or watching and want to check you out, uh, then you can head down there, find Colton, give him a follow, check him out, uh, and see what all he's got going on. Uh, but with all that out of the way, Colton, thank you for coming in today. Thank you for being our honored guest on the show. I appreciate you taking a little bit of time of your day to come out here and have a conversation with
1: me. I appreciate it, Daniel. Thank you.
0: Yeah, for sure. And to all of you out there listening and watching, thank you as always for tuning in to another episode of The Third Seat. I hope you enjoyed this conversation, and uh, as I mentioned, there will be links down below so you can check those out. Follow along with Colton and myself if you would like. Um, But, yeah, with all that out of the way, thank you, as always, for tuning in, and we'll catch you all on another episode of the podcast. Goodbye, everybody.